Hey guys, my name is Ben Berman and welcome to the Starting It Up podcast where I interview all types of entrepreneurs uncovering actionable steps and inspiration that you can use to build your business, your side hustle, whatever it is that you're trying to create and live the life you've always wanted. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking with Jordan Paris. Uh, Jordan kind of came on the radar uh, uh, a, a little while ago, saw you all over LinkedIn. You are the uh, author of Growth Mindset University, also uh, the host of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Your story is really interesting. I, I know that you kind of came from a position where you weren't necessarily very comfortable around other people, weren't uh, the type of person that you kind of are right now in, in terms of how you portray yourself on the podcast and, and the conversations that you're able to have with other people. I just want to bring it back to the beginning and, and kind of let everyone know how this came about. How did you go from someone who might have been a little bit more reserved, unsure of themselves to becoming the host of a show where you're reaching out and talking to, you know, some of the most important people in the world, some famous people, Mark Manson, uh, Naveen Jain, James Altucher. How did that transition happen? And just kind of tell us uh, that story. Well, Ben, first off, thank you very much for having me. I can already tell that you're a smooth host and a good talker, <laughs> right? You know, you just have, you have, that, you have that good radio voice, a good, uh, good on-air voice very clear and it helps you get the equipment as well that makes it sound real clear. But uh, yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah, it's a very simple idea that changed my life. Very simple, small idea. And it's to make decisions without hesitation. When I was a, when I was in high school, I thought about for years, right? Should I run track? Wait the pros, wait the cons, asked my parents. Everyone told me I should. I was on baseball team, I was the fastest kid, you know, every year. And uh, parents told me, uh, friends' parents told me, uh, uh, grandparents told me, grandparents' friends uh, on the <laughs> beach told me, you know, because I'd run sprints on the beach. And I, th but for years, uh, as I said, I thought about it, never did anything, just deliberated, talked myself out of it, thought too much about it, blew it, right? Until uh, junior year, end of junior year, my friend and I just one day say, hey, we're going to do it. Why not? And we'll, we figured out how to, we went on the, get, went to the meeting, figured out how to get on the team, done. We did it. And, and we, we sucked. Like we were, found out that fast in, uh, in, in baseball was only average in track, but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad that running track is within the realm of things that I've experienced in my lifetime. Otherwise, it would, you know, just just be one less thing experienced. It's cool that I did it and I have interesting memories from it. Same thing with, uh, you know, football, senior year. I'd never played organized football in my life. Same same friend, only only friend in high school. Uh, we said, uh, yeah, we're going to do it. Uh, we figured out how to get on the team later. And, and not we, we cannot recall any deliberation and any conversation about this. We just, we just did it. There was no thought process. And I tore my the labrum in my shoulder the first week oh, or two that, and back in uh back yeah. in august three days. actually tore mine as well like a year ago yeah man it's oh it is a tough injury it's 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 the worst as far as the shoulder i mean there's that the rotator cuff i mean you can't get much worse than the shoulder but i you know i went to physical therapy and uh for many months and did that three times a day at home too with all the bands and all the exercises and then i re-injured it playing baseball on a head first slide 
and I got uh, I got stem cells, and that did the freaking wow. trick, man. Yeah. So uh, that's awesome. What, how was your recovery so far? So I got the surgery like ten months ago. Um, mm. The stem cells was interesting. I looked into it, and I didn't like know that much about you know this kind of how that would work. And I, I granted, I feel like maybe I should have tried that because the soldiers like uh, the surgery is pretty routine. Like everyone kind of gets it done. It's it's a lot better now, but you know you could still feel it a little bit. I still do the exercises, you know, a few times a week and everything. But but how's yours coming along? Oh, amazing! I mean, it's been it's awesome. All, it's been four years, Ben. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, uh, it's good. I, I think cause it happened my senior year of of high school. That you know, like right before it. So, uh, in those three day practices in in football. But, I mean, it was for a while. I was I was really concerned, man. I mean, it's, I couldn't do anything with it. I, I couldn't throw. Uh, I couldn't. Yeah. It, it was it was so painful and and just unstable. And, gee, man, it's a it's one heck of a terrible injury i wouldn't i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy i remember thinking that years ago i wouldn't it's bad uh but anyway yeah along from from that i start making these decisions without hesitation so i get on college campus and i start making more decisions without hesitation i I, uh, opportunity to become a student athlete comes across my desk a cheerleader, a male cheerleader of all things. And I'm so, so three months removed from stem cells, I'm lifting human beings up over my head. Yeah. So I, <laughs> the stem cells did a real knockout yeah. job. Let me tell Where, you. Where'd you get it done by the way? Like which area? Yeah. My father is a general surgeon turned kind of, he doesn't really work in the big, you know, the big hospitals anymore and has his own practices where he injects people's knees and shoulders with hyaluronic acid and stem cells. Most often wow. hyaluronic acid because it's a much cheaper procedure, but uh, the stem cells uh, he does as well. And so I got him injected poolside. <laughs> nice. If that answers yeah. your question. <laughs> yeah, you got the hookup on, on that. I was I was looking into it and it's like, you have to go to like Vegas or like Panama or some, someplace crazy because mm. stem cells isn't really, it, it's not, you know, widespread. It's not something that's considered kind of, you know, uh, common in the, in the U S so far. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of different kinds of stem cells too. And I'm not, I, I did write a paper on it many years ago, but I'm not as well versed on it now. So I couldn't really, I'm not exactly qualified to go into it, but I, but the state, if you're wondering, yes, it was Pennsylvania then. Uh, I mean, seems my father does it there all the time and does it in New Jersey and his office is there. But, but anyway, I, you know, I get, I become a male cheerleader. Didn't even think about it. It was like, it's like, yep, doing it. And right. And, uh, you know, we're in, we're in a floor meeting, uh, first week of school as well. Same week. And, uh, RA says, you know, you can run for, he's telling us about resident housing association. You can run for president, vice president. I tuned the rest out. I said, I'm running for president. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to win. I'll figure that out later. And yeah. I did figure it out. I had a whole marketing strategy at the time that worked wonders. And I won over eight people. Uh, that first week of school. So, and I, and you know, little, little, little thing. I joined a fraternity that same week as well. So all of a sudden went from high school loser to got things going on. Like within a matter of days of arriving on college campus, because I started making these decisions without hesitation. And, and then I write this paper on health and my mentor, Steve Jordan, who's trained Jordan Belfort, Toby McGuire, Ariana Huffington, Brad Paisley, all these people you know a lot of the people that he's trained and he's twice my age and and he says um you should you need to start sharing this stuff about my paper right you should start a blog i said okay 
I'll do it. <laughs> December second, yeah. uh, twenty sixteen. My blog, JordanParisHealth.com, went up. Of course, you know the whole thing is now JordanParis.com, as you know. But that those were the early days, right? The, those were like the formative days, months, years where I'm figuring out what people liked and what people didn't like. And and by what people liked, I mean like five people read it or zero people read it. You know, then, yeah. like, I didn't have much going on, but I was writing once a week. It was great. You know, and I started like developing my voice over time as well. And so when it came time, when the thought popped up in my head to start a podcast, to write a book, which happened in the first quarter of 2018, when those thoughts popped in my head, the natural inclination was to decide right then and there to do it without hesitation and the same, and it's the same procedure, the same thing. When I reach out to a billionaire, when I reach out to a New York Times bestselling author, when I reach out to any hero, like the author of this book, these two books right here, Way of the Peaceful Warrior uh, and Sacred Journey of the Peaceful Warrior, uh, Dan Millman, I talked to him tomorrow. I've now interviewed three out of my, three out of, er, so my four favorite books, uh, they're behind me. So The Subtle Art of Not Giving a You Know What, I've interviewed Mark. Um, then Tim Ferriss and then Tony Robbins and then, uh, oh yeah. And then wave of the peaceful warrior. So two out of those four. So I, I think yeah. Tony Robbins must be next, but yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. I, d I decide to reach out to these people. A thought pops up in my head. I write it in an email and I, I, and I, uh, hope for the best. You know, I hear a song from Kevin Rudolph in the pool. Yeah. I hear, let it rock. And I'm, I'm like, huh, <laughs> I should reach out to him. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a while. It's like, what's, what's he up to? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah. so, I, so I reached out to him in uh, March of 2019. And uh, one night I jump out of the pool, write up the email, send it. Hour and a half later, response. Wow. And now he's a friend. Like he, you, you see, you'll see him if you follow me. You'll see him comment on my posts. Yeah. You'll see him liking my Facebook posts, my Instagram posts, my tweets, my. Uh, it's, it's like cool, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, like the stuff that he really likes, uh, of the podcast, like he'll comment, he'll comment on it's, it's funny. I like to see what the stuff that really resonates with him. It's interesting. He's yeah. an interesting guy. Um, but, but same, same procedure here to make decisions without hesitation. And why? Because if you're a chronic overthinker, like I am, this is the best thing that you can do for yourself is to, you know, of course use common sense, but make these decisions without hesitation because the more time you have to think about something, the more likely you, the more time you have to make a decision, the more likely you are to overthink it and probably blow it. Right. And that's yeah. everything from all the d decisions, big and small that I just talked about to approaching a beautiful woman across the room. It's the same thing. And why? Because the goddess of good luck favors men and women of action. And that's from The Richest Man in Babylon, a great uh, parable, maybe you want to call it, a, a, a business parable, a classic book uh, by uh, George S. Clayson. Yeah, yeah I, I read that a while ago because Jim Rohn, uh, I heard him in one of his speeches, like recommend it as a great book to read. But yeah, but yeah that's that's the, the whole, you got the full story, Ben. Yeah, no, I mean, Jordan, that's awesome. And, and there's a few things you said there that I want to kind of like dive into, but the biggest one and, and one of the, you know, the biggest things that I understood about you and I was like, this is really impressive. It's that the decisiveness factor. And 
I feel like when uh, I know one of the questions you necess- not necessarily don't like, but like don't know how to answer is why did you start the podcast? Exactly. And, you know it. <laughs> and I get and I get a similar question, and I've been like giving like I guess I have an answer, but when it really comes down to it, it's just like I just wanted to do a podcast. And I like startups. I like entrepreneurship. I just wanted to like I had free time. I just wanted to talk to people and meet people, and and I think like being able to do stuff like that and and similar to you i'm not a super decisive person like you know traditionally i take way too long to to make decisions that you know should be made a lot quicker and obviously you know we're all getting better at that but there's still so much you know more progress we can make on that front and i think that one of the things that's really interesting about you and and to be honest like a difference between kind of where you are in terms of your podcast and where not where i am in terms of my podcast is we started this in the same vein like with the same kind of mindset but you've been able to kind of position it into a way like it's become you know growth mindset university not only the podcast but the business and the community and and everything around it and my question then is you know, when you jump into something without really having a plan, without really knowing like why you're doing it, how do you then figure out like where you want it to go and kind of what are you looking for like in terms of like clues and context to to figure out where to take this next? Because you could have just kept doing what you were doing, um, but you ended up, you know, uh, I think it was like episode 64 is is when for you, you like made that, that leap from like, you know, kind of just doing this, whatever, to I'm making I'm taking this super seriously and this is going to be a next level podcast. So can you just talk about that? Ben, you do your freaking homework, man. This is, <laughs> this is great. I you're try, an, man. You're an excellent <laughs> host. It, so many, so many times you've pulled stuff out of the hat. Uh, to be and, to be and, fair and though, episode sixty four, right on the dot. Yeah, you got. Yeah. It. To be so, fair, you kind of I watched the video that you put out the hour long course and a lot of this was in there. So I didn't, oh. you know, <laughs> I did, I listened to other podcasts, but a lot of it was yeah, in there already. Yeah. That's homework yeah. enough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, the side effect to, to us just doing it right with the podcast is I, and I can't speak for you cause I don't know, but for me, the podcast was so bad in the beginning. Like it sucked, man. It was, yeah. I'm really embarrassed by it for sure. Uh, Why? What What do you think was so bad about it? Because I listened to some of the mm-hmm. early stuff, and I didn't think it was that bad. Really? Obviously, it's not as good. Well, I, I listened. I listened to the intro that you did, uh, actually, just before this, like the three minute intro, and hearing that, like episode one, and I was like, wait a second, like everything you're doing now is pretty aligned. Well, no, I that's I cheated. I went back. <laughs> I went back around ex- episode like sixty in the sixties, okay. and I replaced the audio file from episode one, the original, <laughs> oh, okay. with a with a new one. Right. So, so you got like you got like okay. uh, a, a different, yeah. Because I was not, like, wait, this guy's like but, a fortune yeah, you can't do that for all the like, episodes, <laughs> but uh, but for that th- yeah, little yeah. three minute one, the intro, I could do that. Okay. But it, but very funny, you noticed that. Uh, gotcha. Um, the question was, uh, the question was, oh yeah, why? Why don't I like those? I mean, honestly, I don't like myself in there. I think my thinking has evolved a lot. Um, I was a little naive then, and I'm still. I mean, and it still applies today. I mean, if you, you have to be able to. I think a great measure of growth is you look at yourself from four months ago, and you're like what the heck was I doing? What was I thinking? Yeah. And I, I like that. And that happens for me almost every four months, right? These gigantic leaps, it seems like. And I, so I can only imagine, man, with this time next year, 
will will be like. And I'm thinking what I was where you know where I was at four months ago. It was like I was it was just getting started, and I'm just getting started now still. But I've but I've got so much more, uh, so much more that I've that I've done, and so much more. Uh, so much more great things, right? And so I can only imagine. But I also, I don't like the sound quality of it. I don't like, um, I, it, I was just talking about stupid stuff, to be frank. I was, I don't know, like, what did I, I wasn't, I was teaching about stuff I wasn't qualified to be talking about. I mean, I was like yeah. everyone else. I was like a, I was like a, a the life coach type, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's like silly, man. I don't, I don't, it's just, it's just weird, uh, weird vibe. The whole thing. I, I mean, this is the way, it's the way I look at it, and I'm a little biased against those early yeah. episodes. I don't know what the common person really thinks of it. I mean, people tell me like, I don't. I mean, like it's, it's not that bad, but I, I don't know. I just, that's I think, how I feel. I think we're all biased towards like the stuff that we don't like in our past, and and you know, even for me, you know, looking at some of the first episodes, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I didn't. Um, like I didn't, you know, ask the right questions. I was like, you know, just kind of giving them easy answers, just like, you know, give it back and forth, like stuff like that. Mm. And other people would be like, no, it's like fine. I mean, it's better now, but it's like, you know, you always kind of, I feel like when you do anything, you know, whether it's a business or an art or, or anything, you're always like looking at how you progress and just seeing like, you know, if only I could have been this good earlier. And then like six months later, you're saying the exact same thing about where you were, where you are currently. And, and I think that's like, kind of what you were saying it's so interesting to see and it's exciting because if you're stagnating like you have nothing to look forward to um you know it's it's going to be more of the same but if you're growing rapidly uh kind of like how you are you know i I was looking at your website a few weeks ago and it's completely different from what it is now um i think right Mm. Uh, maybe not depends on what you're what exactly you're looking at there is a new tab on the homepage. not the, not the whole so homepage, maybe i was looking at it tab. maybe i was looking at it before because i i remember the lot i, I like yeah. checked it when you when you came out with the course i like checked it out and i was like wow this is like super legit um mm. and like the entire Thank design you. and everything but yeah uh I mean, it, it might have been before. I don't fully remember, but <laughs> yeah, there's a. Yeah, I, I mean to say, there's a there's a new there's a new panel that features the course, yeah. and there's there is a new tab on the menu with all of the courses there. But anyway, um, but I think the overarching question to this, why we kind of went down that rabbit hole of like the beginning episodes, I think it was like how you know, we started, started taking it more seriously because yeah, like the side effect of us just doing it is that it sucks in the beginning. Right. But I don't know, man, along the way I started figuring things out. Um, and, and, you know, being introduced to new people, forming new connections in the industry, you know, pick up a little from this person, a little from that person. Uh, I I think it was, uh, yeah, September of 2018. So, so last year I, uh, you know, I almost quit and that was, I don't know what was that four or five months in yeah before and I was on uh, episode 30 some yeah it was, it was like episode 30 ish early episode early 30s right and I was done man I, I I didn't understand why I was doing it I I didn't like it I I like I just I was starting to hate the process of it and gosh and I don't know why I continued I I don't know. I think I got this one like semi like big guest, right? And I don't know. I 
I just started to like, like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and, and started to realize what's possible. And then a friend mentioned to me, like, I, you know, cause I had this whole list of people I wanted on the show. And, uh, my friend, friend's like, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting to reach out to them? Cause that's what I said. I was, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm slowly going along, building up. He's like, what? Re- no, reach out to them now. Yeah. And I was like, ah, okay. And I waited like two weeks. Right. But I just did it. And I, so I essentially skipped a bunch of steps. I went from like zero to a hundred real quick, you know, and I, in, in January of 2019 it was, and I started all of a sudden having like going from, eh, to like big guests real quick. And from there I started borrowing people's credibility, right? People begin to associate me with the people that I have on my podcast. Maybe not after one episode, but after 70 of them with people like, I'm not going to name drop, but I mean, you can, if you want to mention the people at another time, but I mean, it, it, it works, man. It really works. I started borrowing credibility and, uh, and just meeting, meeting people and seeing how others are building businesses, uh, around this and, 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 and just, uh, yeah, man, it's a real, it, it all happened by colossal accident. That's why I'm fumbling for words because yeah. there was not a big grand plan around it. Like there is now, now that I take it very seriously. And I think, you know, that's one of the coolest things about this. And, and it's kind of similar to where I am now, you know, it kind of exactly had that conversation with you and your friend when it's like, I'm looking at the way I'm doing it. And, and, you know, this is more so a hobby than anything at this point. And I'm like, wait a second, if I want to start taking this to the next level and getting like the huge guests on, you know what I mean? Like this needs to be brought to the next level. And that's like why right now I'm actually more excited about this than I've ever been. Because when you get started, you know, it's always fun. It's cool. You're like starting something. This doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be, you know, a side business. But once you start like seeing the potential that's that's possible, um, kind of like how you were saying it, you know, earlier this year, then you're like, I know what I need to do. I like know where I can be. And I think just having that, having an attainable goal in mind is, is what drives us, you know, to, to do pretty much anything because it's all fun and games. You know, in the beginning, we start not knowing why we're doing it, but at a certain point, you kind of have to have a reason and a mission because if you don't, like, you know, it's a 50-50 chance, you might just stop. And yeah. and I... Pod yeah. fade. Yeah, it's it's so real. It's it's crazy at the amount of, like... And I guess, you know, it is a... F- like, podcasting, I don't want to say it's a fad, but it's, like, pretty hot right now. So it's, it's only normal that so many people jump right into it and then get out of it. Um, and for the most part, like, a lot of those people probably shouldn't be making podcasts. Like, if you don't love doing it, then, you know, there's no reason to force yourself into it. It's like, you know, you shouldn't have a TV show if you don't want to do it. It's just that, like, podcasts are super popular. Um, yeah, you shouldn't be doing a podcast if you think you should do it. You're only doing it because you think you should. Like, and it's the hot thing, to your point. I mean, that's, you're going to hate it. And I, I, oh, my God, I've had people ask me, like, you know, they're they're thinking about, starting one and, and, and it's like all about the money. Like they're just, they're, it's all they're concerned about when they're talking to me and there's a way, you know, there's a way to build a business around it, but which is what I talk about in my free course, but you got to have a larger reason than that, man. Like that's, it'd be pathetic if that, I mean, you don't, you don't start a podcast and that be the only thing. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to make money, there's there's many ways to make money that are easier than doing a podcast. Exactly, it's it's <laughs> it's hard to do with a podcast. Yeah. It's very hard. Yeah, if you just want to make money, go like sell stuff on Amazon or or just on Shopify. Like, you'll get money way quicker, less work, um, and just you know, overall, uh, probably won't have to like. I feel like with a podcast, it's you're you're just interacting with people all the time and, and you have to like that aspect too. If you don't, you know, it's, it's not probably the best medium for you unless you're doing like a story podcast or something like that, which, which I love all those as well. Mm. But most people don't think about that. They think about the interview style podcast, um, when they're creating something, which, yeah. and, um, since you, you know, mentioned kind of how you have a plan now and, you know, on this show, it's, it's very like startupy, like business entrepreneurship focused. I'd love to hear a little bit more about what is your plan now? I know that, you know, you came out with this, uh, with this free course, which by the way, for everyone out there who is thinking about starting a podcast, and I'm not saying that just cause you're on, I, I, this is actually why I, I emailed you and, and asked you to, to come on. I, I, I'll be honest. When I first thought I was like, I already have a podcast. Like, what am I going to learn? You, knowing that already I'm not doing that. Like, I don't think I'm already up here, but I was like, this is like a introductory, like one hour course. Like really like what, what value am I going to get here? And I got a lot of value. So and it's it's very useful for pretty much anyone of of whatever stage you're on. I think it's jordanparis.com forward slash course, right? Correct. Perfect. So if if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I think it's just under an hour. Definitely check that out. But the thing that I thought was super interesting was you put out this free course, and then you know I'll actually just let you let you get to it. So what kind of what is the business there, and and what is like the the big plan for for Jordan Paris uh, and Growth Mindset University? Yeah, so I'll peel back the curtain a little bit as to how people are making money around a, a podcast. It's hard for me to peel back the curtain around me because I don't like to show my cards too, too much. But there's a very linear progression here where we take people, and I'm going to speak in general terms, you take people from social media. Right now it's LinkedIn. There's a, there's a huge opportunity there. Funnel them in to your podcast in the introduction of your podcast and you center your podcast around a lead magnet because your podcast should lead to your lead magnet. And this is the place where you build trust and rapport with people over the long term and with your prospective customers over the long term. And so in the introductions, I mentioned my lead magnet, right? Which is of course the course. And the next thing, yes, lead magnet, right? And the lead magnet, after the lead magnet, you know, where you get people's information, right? And they're in your CRM. And if you're like me, you e personally email every single one of them. That's how we got in touch. Yep. From and it there, seemed like a personal email too. It wasn't one of those like BS auto responses. I Because you look at where it's exactly it's sent from and I was like, oh, this is actually Jordan reaching out. So exactly. otherwise I probably wouldn't have responded. You know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah, the response rates are astronomically high if you do it that way manually. And it's a personal email as opposed to an auto MailChimp email to everyone that signed up for that lead magnet. This is a little hack that I got from Rand Fishkin. I know the episode hasn't aired yet, but we're, we're waiting for him and his uh, beta with uh, beta with Spark Toro coming out in October. Uh, but he was the CEO of Moz.com for many years, MOZ.com. And so just someone whose tools I've used for about three years now, and I, another person I just decided to reach out to. 
Uh, but he gave me that little hack there when we were talking about my course. Uh, he's like, that's what you, <laughs> that's what you have to yeah. do. And, uh, and, uh, cause he's, tra- he's done that many times before, uh, at, le- as, at least as, you know, you do as many as you can, right? You can't do them all, but do that. Uh, so to review so far, LinkedIn podcast lead magnet. And then after the lead magnet is a tripwire a $7 item, you know, something probably under $10, a low ticket item, because the hardest few dollars to uh, get people to invest in you are those first few dollars, right? After that, it becomes, they're significantly more willing to invest in you and your services and trust you. And because they trust you, yes, they're more willing to invest in you. So LinkedIn, podcast, lead magnet, tripwire, from the tripwire, is the higher ticket item, where which can be consulting services, which can be your marketing services, which can be anything, you name it, right? And this is a learning journey that you're taking the customers down, prospective customers. Not, a, you're, not everyone's going to become your customer. Not everyone's going to be a perfect fit. Uh, not everyone's going to have the funds. But this learning, you t- this is a learning journey rather than, you can call it a funnel, right? That's that's fine too. And I used the word funnel a little earlier when I said I think I think I said like you funnel LinkedIn into podcasts, whatever. I don't I don't use it in any the word funnel in a divisive way as some, you know, yeah. some people could think. But I use it, this is a learning journey, right? As I've mentioned that you're taking people down. So I so there it is the the curtain peeled back, and and if you can picture all of that in blocks on a on a horizontal piece of paper with arrows leading from one thing to the next. That's how I draw it out. And you fill in the blanks there, right? What is your tripwire? What is your lead magnet? What is your service? You just fill in the blanks there, right? And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's super helpful. And, and when you really think about it, it's like very basic stuff, like point A to point B to point C to point D. And, and I really think the biggest kind of thing about this is you can't just do this if you have nothing to offer uh, of value, right. um, which is, is uh, unfortunately kind of how a lot of people like see it. They're like, oh, there's this is like the key to doing it. I know how to do all of these steps. But if you don't have value in the beginning, value in the middle, and then value in the end, like it doesn't matter how good uh, the funnel is the 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 traffic, the marketing. Like you maybe you might fool a few people into doing it, but they're not going to be like repeat customers. And and for you, when did you like realize yeah. that your what you had was quality enough that you can actually start charging and and building a business around this? And this is this is excellent of you to notice and point out and guide the discussion towards. Just excellent. Because this, the the whole basis of mine was uh, of everything that I do right now, and my course and its accompanying services is because of demand. For months, I received in my inbox, Jordan, how do you do this? How do you do that? What did you use to create this? What? Where do you host your podcast? what this insert question about podcast here every day all day and eventually i just took and this is why the course is good and this is why you like it because i took all of the questions that these 
podcasters and prospective podcasters have asked me over the whole entire course of 2019 and put it into one hour of content, right? These are all questions that people have asked me before. It's a very natural thing for me to do. People were seeking out these resources from me. So I had to, I was like, I got to yeah. create this thing. You know, I got to. <laughs> You're forced into it. <laughs> exactly, man. I was, yeah. I was summoned in a way. Uh, and, and, you know, I wasn't like, uh, hmm, I don't know. Let's think. Let's think. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to, just going to be a life coach because I'm, yeah. un- because I'm unemployed and uh, broke and I need a way to pay my bills. So here's some advice. Uh, oh, I'll be an executive coach actually. Cause I was, because I was in, I, because I, before I was fired, I worked with executives, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. And it's, that's like, it's like the stupidest, the stupidest thing. I know so many people that are, who, who become life coaches because they're unemployed and broke. Right. Like, yeah. you know, uh, it's like, ah, you know, but, but yes, it's very, it's very natural for me to do all this. Yeah. And, and not to shit on life. Sense. I mean, I actually used to kind of shit on life coaches a little bit more, but, but I've, I've met a few really, really good ones. And I think, oh, you yes, know, like there anything are. there's, there's people who are good. And then there's people who are, you know, kind of fraudy and like, and like fake. It just happens that like with consulting, it's, it's not easy, but it's like the barrier to entry is so low where anyone could just like exactly. call themselves whatever they want to be. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's up to, it's up to the consumers, up to us to, to figure out who's real, who's legit and, and who isn't. Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's some great ones out there. I've talked to some great ones. Uh, one that comes to mind is, uh, a lady on my podcast, Stella Grisant. She was, uh, she's wonderful. I highly recommend her to, to anyone. I, I usually, I, I, I know the episode numbers like the back of my hand, but I only, all I know about this one is that it's, in the early eighties. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's what happens when you get uh, uh, in the hundreds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, we were actually talking about uh, a little bit about this before we started recording and, and before all the technical issues came up, but you're, you're actually still in school for everyone who, who doesn't know you're 21 years old. You're, you're in your last year at school and what, so what's your plan? Like you have this podcast, you have a business around it. You're a senior, uh, about to hit graduation. Most of your friends are probably, you know, applying for jobs or, or accepting job offers. Where do you see yourself going? Like, I'm, I mean, I already feel like I already know you're going to stick with the Grow Mindset University, but just what, what's that experience like, you know, being, being a senior and knowing exactly what your path is and, and kind of how is that, you know, viewed around your friends and, and, uh, did you think coming into the podcast that that would be even like a remote possibility no. or not? Well, I didn't think the podcast would lead to all of these opportunities. I didn't. I I I knew the end. I didn't realize that this would be the means. Like I knew the end was never work for someone ever again. Yeah. Like I I knew that that was always a uh, a known variable. But the, but the means. No, so it's not even a question as to, you know, sticking with this. Like, this is what, this is, you know, to the few people who know me, like, this is what I'm known for, Growth Mindset University, the podcast. And I love it. It's the joy of my life. I, I just love, there's a couple of things, man, that, you know, I, I, it's, I'm lucky to be able to have a team around me now, uh, but there's a couple of things that I just can't relinquish that, you know, responsibilities that I can't relinquish that I just really enjoy that anyone else would, would delegate. Right. 
process, uh, processing my audio files in Alphonic <laughs> and attach and, and hearing it with, you know, the raw audio file now with the processed with the intro and outro on it. And it's gratifying. I really like that. I, I do. I love to hear this finished product that I worked so hard on, uh, the, the preparation on, and homework that I did and, and then having to show up well for them in the interview, having to face my hero, whoever it is. And now here it is, the finished product, and I'm hearing it for the first time, all put together with the music and everything. And I, I really like that. I, this weekend, I just did that. It's, I, I just processed a bunch of audio files this weekend. Yeah. It was fun, man. But yeah, continuation of everything I'm doing now and, and then some, right? Because there's always room to expand and, and do more things and uh and travel uh i you know once i'm no longer tied to this location in eight months i plan on traveling wherever and uh, yeah maybe living different some different places experimenting that way and yeah Where, where's the next if you could just choose one place to go to where would that be like next not not only for like forever <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh what was i thinking about this morning forget what it was but i'll just say italy yeah. Yeah, it's Italy, yeah. Because I've never actually been... Same. I've never been overseas that way. Really? I've no. been... Yeah, I've been to many countries, especially down south and and whatnot. But, uh, and, I, and I travel a lot, but I've never been on uh, in, in Europe or Asia or Africa or anything like that. Just North and South America, right? Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's one of the coolest things about, you know, having this, this business be... be podcast and be remote and you're able to do it from anywhere you know everyone now especially is like i want to travel i want to travel but it's tough you know whether you're in school whether you're at work you know some of us are lucky to have like you know unlimited like very flexible schedules and things like that but for the most part if you are you know tied down in in some capacity like that you really aren't able to like go out and explore kind of everything you want to see and and just for me you know the more i think about like the world like there's so much out there that you know, it'll take years and years and years to be able to like go to and, and explore everything that I want to explore. So it's like kind of, you know, the sooner that's possible, the better. And, and for you, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to see Jordan. Um, yeah. And, and I, you know, we, we went a little bit over time, so I definitely do want to kind of res- respect your time here and all that. Yeah, man, this is, this is great. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, you know, whatever, whatever you got left, let's, you know, let's have some fun and, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. No so, rush, man. I, I've I've kind of a an interesting question for you. So typically don't do this, but looking at just I don't know how much you know about my podcast and where I'm at, but looking mm. at someone who is doing you know about thirty episodes in, obviously not a, a large following, but you know decent hundreds uh, people listening an episode who wants to make that like leap kind of I want to do it as soon as possible over the next couple of weeks. I really want to like transition this from just a hobby that I do on the weekend, sometimes after work to eventually, you know, treating this like a real business. What would be like the one piece of advice or immediate next steps that I should yeah. do right after we get off this call? Because it's yeah. Sunday, but I'm, I'm going to be kind of working on this all day. What should I start doing? Well, you have to fi- fill in the blanks of the progression that we just talked about there. Yeah. You have to get your lead magnets in order. And, and before that, you have to figure out, I mean, what is... 
what are what do people ask me right what do, what do people seek from me uh and it can be followers friends family what do what do people want to get from me what what do they tend to ask right and that's most often what you should build this build this around but you are you know you have this great theme all you know already and you have a you you work with republic you get a great job there you know great company um, you know, I would look to something in that space, but fill in the blanks and you have to develop your content strategy here to get people going through your learning journey after you fill in the blanks, right? Going through this progression here, uh, the, the content strategy from the course, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta fill that out as well. Um, from there, I mean, people, people with, people should have the, uh, you know, if they take the course at jordanparis.com slash course, they'll, they'll understand the context of, of the last part of this conversation here. But, uh, but you, you, you understand, uh, yeah, it's really about execution now and just, uh, you know, solving for those unknown variables in the, in the learning journey and the content strategy. Yeah. And, and that's really kind of where it gets a little bit tricky and that's very, very personal. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's definitely what I've been thinking about. It's like, you know, you kind of build up a bunch of stuff, but eventually it needs to be going in one direction. And, and once yes. you figure out that direction, that's when you can start like hammering down everything. Cause if you can, if you don't really, if you don't really have a goal in mind at a certain point, like I was saying before, it's very difficult to really, cause like in the beginning you can get to kind of shoot everywhere and hope something sticks, yeah. but you, something has to stick eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, it's, it's kind of just more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta start, you gotta harness all your energy here and, and what you should really, really do. I don't know if you currently do this, but one minute selfie videos, you know, of course, after I don't do those. Yeah, yeah. After you develop your content strategy and put all of that down on paper as, as gone over in the course, you need to start doing those one minute videos. Right. Uh, yeah. because when I started doing that, my profile views multiplied by five in a yeah. two month period. And this is like and LinkedIn, right? Yes. Mainly. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it was like, I feel, I feel like I introduced myself to the people who follow me for the first time. Right. Like, yeah. And it still goes today. The, the weeks where I have the least amount of profile views, it's because my face was not shown. I'm serious. Like your face is your brand. Yeah. See, one minute videos, at least it, three times per week, right? Especially starting now. I mean, I was, there's a point I was doing them, you know, five, six times a week back in April or May. Uh, but that's a big, and, and make, yeah, and make them fit within the, within your content strategy. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that's so overrated because I, like, I've always thought, you know, the, the typical person wearing AirPods doing like an iPhone, like selfie videos, like, you know, this guy's so smug, like what an asshole, but People and and people want to know who you are. Like if you're doing a podcast that's mainly voice and audio, like I am. Like if someone knows who I am, that's great. But someone listening who doesn't like know who I am, what I look like, anything about me, like they're just imagining some random like person talking, and and that's not you. You don't gain a following that way. Yeah, um, hiding behind yeah keyboards. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> like you're on Twitter. Yeah, keyboard warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely not, uh, not a fan of that. Um, mm-hmm. but awesome, Jordan, I, I think, you know, the, the advice you've kind of gave here, just hearing the story was super valuable for everyone out there who 
you know, wants to start a podcast, jordanparis.com uh, slash course for everyone out there who just wants to start anything is starting something and wants to just see in action kind of how you can take something from point A to point B, leveraging tools like LinkedIn, leveraging social media, leveraging content. I think that regardless of what industry that's in, Jordan uh, is a great example of that. You know, there, like anyone kind of familiar with the podcast space and is, is on LinkedIn, like there's a few people who come to your mind, you know, Jordan Paris is one of them. Like, and it's, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's relatively like simple. Just follow these steps, put out good content, which is obviously the hardest part, but there's a proven strategy for, for how to kind of build a brand and build your business. So for whatever you're doing, I, I really recommend learning from from people um, like you, Jordan, who are, who are kind of excelling at that right now. Well, I can tell you that you've got the hardest part figured out. I mean, you're putting out good content with this podcast, right? And Appreciate it. And you're, you're a talented person, Ben. And the switch to Squadcast alone uh, that, yeah. you've, <laughs> that you've made here, this is going to be amazing for you. Um, you know, from episode 64 to 65, that big switch for me was when I went from Zoom to Squadcast started you, there's real authority like there's studies out there that that uh you know that, that relate um voice you know to to authority like your voice can determine you know how you know if, whether you speak poorly and sound poorly with poor audio quality uh or you have supreme audio quality and you speak very well both of those the the former you'll have low authority and the latter you'll tend to have a little bit higher authority. So this switch to Squadcast is just, is, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you've, that you've done it. And, uh, you know, when I'm like, when I'm pulling up the interview and I'm coming to talk to you today and I see, and I remember the Squadcast link because I, you know, I I always go in to an interview and I'm like, Oh, it's going to be zoom. You know, it's like, it's like, that's stupid. (laughs) It sounds horrible. Yeah. And uh and it's like I know it's not going to be something I really want to promote that heavily. But with the Squadcast interviews, they tend to promote them more because they sound a lot better. So, yeah. Bravo. Yeah, and and I mean, I got that tip from you and and it just goes to show like you you can always improve even the smallest things and this is, you know, I don't want to start preaching here, but the smallest changes can have, you know, pretty big impacts and uh and, you know, let's see how this Squadcast thing plays out. I'm super excited about it. I think overall, it's just, it's doing, finding the tool for the job. You know, Squadcast is for podcasting. Zoom, you know, could be a great tool for for a lot of things. I use it at work all the time, but yep. for podcasting, not, you know, not ideal. Um, exactly. On that note, thank you again, Jordan. Um, you know, we're going to link to everything, you know, in the in the show notes and the descriptions uh, for everyone out there again. Um, and, you know, out of curiosity, like if anyone wants to connect with you personally, what is the the best medium to do so and how can they reach out to learn a little bit more? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, once you find, once you know my website, jordanparis.com, everything's, yeah. everything to be able to stalk me is there. And uh, yeah, yeah, I would just encourage people to, See the free course, jordanparis.com slash course. That's, that's it. I thank you, Ben. Yep, absolutely. Thank you again. 
Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, go rate and subscribe to the podcast. Leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts or iTunes goes such a long way. If you found something particularly valuable or interesting, definitely share it with your friends. We'd love to hear your feedback as well, so follow us and reach out on social media. We do the show every week, so stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time. Thank you.